Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Thursday, September 7th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Open text lines this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll be getting your feedback, comments all show long. We're going to hear from in just a little bit. I've got some sound today from Trent Holler. We're going to hear from Owen Porter, Demarcus Harris, uh, we're going to uh, hear from a lot of these guys as far as uh, what can we expect from ECU coming up on Saturday. So we'll get into that here in just a little bit. And, of course, we will get your text in. So looking forward to talking to you. We've got soccer action going on tonight as well. So a lot of things happening, but we're getting closer to Marshall taking on ECU. That is coming up this Saturday. We're going to have that game for you right here on ESPN and AM 930, so I'm looking forward to that. Also, before the game, we're going to be hanging out at Giovanni's 20th Street. So that's also where tonight's Coaches Show is going to be. Charles Huff Coaches Show, that's coming up tonight, 7.05. You can listen to that all season long here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. But the Coaches Show is tonight. We'll go on the air Saturday. We'll be at Giovanni's. The team will be in North Carolina for the ECU game, and it's going to be fun. Honestly, I think this is going to be a better game than maybe the score might indicate from last week's Marshall game against Albany and also, of course, ECU going up against Michigan and not winning there. 30-3, to you think, okay, this is one of the best teams in the country, so 30-3 to is not terrible, not terrible whatsoever. So our text line's already opening up, so let's go ahead and get some of those in right now. And again, you can be a part of that at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter says, let's go Herd. If Marshall wins this weekend, it will be the first time ever Marshall won at ECU. It would be special for the 75. And we're going to get into that a little bit more. As far as the rivalry is concerned, I think the fans get it a lot more. The players need to be educated and learn about it. But I don't think that's going to be the strong focus here. We heard Coach Huff talk about that in his comments. He has remarked that they did a little bit of that before getting into weekly practice because that could take away from the game itself. Just because it's honestly, I'm not calling it a distraction. And I don't think he's calling it a distraction as well, but the focus should be on the game. That's that's where it should be. The focus should be on the game, not the stuff that goes on. And I think that as far as the 75 game, the Herd does a really good job. Once the game starts, they lock in and they let all of that stuff just wash over them. They tune that out and they just go play football. And I'm not saying that that would have been a distraction on Saturday, the whole Marshall-ECU connection here, but I think the focus is on the football game. 
But it would be big. It would be big because Marshall's not won at ECU. I think that's the big thing. Marshall wants to be competitive with ECU. ECU has had the Hurts number more times than not. So if Marshall can get the win, get the victory over ECU, it would be good. And, of course, Marshall being a Sunbelt team now, ECU an American team, you want to see Marshall do well. Just remember, last season, week two, Sunbelt did well, got a lot of national attention. Now, beating ECU will not be at the level beating Notre Dame. Let's just go ahead and say that right now. In the 17th meeting between these two, this would not go down as the biggest win in herd football history. But it would be significant. And, of course, the two teams haven't played in a couple of years, so this is important because Marshall wants to get that game back. The players that were still here when that game was played, they want to get that back. We'll hear from Owen Porter a little bit more and a few others as far as what that actually means, this rivalry. It's more a fan thing. I think only because Marshall hasn't played ECU consistently enough for it to be, hey, we got to get those guys, we remember them. If you got to be told about it, then you don't have the direct connection. If you got to be told about it a little bit. If you have that rivalry, that aspect where you're playing them every year, you're seeing them, you have a game under your belt from the previous year that you got to get back from, Either a victory, you got to go ahead and prove you won last year and you got to do it again this year, or you got to get that loss back. They won, you want to get them. There's a lot to it. So I think it's a big victory for the Thundering Herd if they can get that win at ECU on Saturday. I just don't know if it's going to be the biggest win. I don't think it would be. And Marshall's coming in the favorite. Marshall's favored the Vegas line this week, three. Vegas totals at last check, and these things change, but Marshall is favored. Marshall by three, the Vegas line, and the Vegas totals 44 points. However you want to take that, I'm not giving you betting advice, but I think this is going to be a close game. Absolutely going to be a close game because I think Marshall offensively is better than what we saw against Albany. And I think ECU is a better team than what Michigan allowed them to be. That was Michigan. That was one of the best teams in the country. ECU, I think, will be competitive against the Herd. I think Marshall will be competitive against ECU. Should be a good crowd. I'm curious to see what the Marshall fan base will look like on Saturday. That's what I'm interested in a little bit more as far as what will Marshall representation be, how many herd fans have found their way into tickets for this outside of the allotment you get, how many herd fans have found their way into a ticket for this. So should be a fun one. Again, we've got it for you coming up. It's Saturday right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As I mentioned, we've got sound to get into. That's right. I've got player reaction. We'll talk about what this game is all about when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
Turn dead ends into possibilities. Get $100 via reward card or virtual prepaid card. $70 tire rebate plus $30 bonus rebate. After online submission with the purchase of four new select BF Goodrich all-terrain or performance tires. All other new BF Goodrich passenger, light truck, or UTV tires qualify for a $50 reward card or virtual prepaid card. Offer valid August 30th through September 9th. See bfgoodrich.com slash promotions and rebates for full details. BF Goodrich, what are you building for? Copyright 2023, MNA Incorporated. All rights reserved. Call TikTok Tire today to take advantage of the savings. TikTok. Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Glockner's annual Ultimate Tailgate event is here, and you can make the buy of the year with special event savings and Glockner's lowest live market prices on the season's best inventory. We make it easy to shop because we never inflate our prices in hopes of winning a negotiating contest. No tricks, games, or hidden fees. Plus, get a cash offer for your trade above current market value in less than 15 minutes during the Ultimate Tailgate event. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Star Country Market and Pizza, located 8088 East U.S. Route 60 in Rush, Kentucky, has great food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, including their award-winning pizza. Their pepperoni pizza was voted best in the Tri-State and Kinder Communications Munch Madness. Check out their great menu items such as burgers, sandwiches, salads, and delicious desserts and milkshakes. You can dine in or order to go at Star Country Market and Pizza. You'll always get fast, friendly service. Star Country Market and Pizza. You gotta try it. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place, formerly Centers in Saints Bar, is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need. Coming up from the NCAA Tournament, Major League Baseball to the XFL. And listen up. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials they have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 35,000 high school student athletes in West Virginia have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about West Virginia high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much, for taking me out to the park, for reading me books, for taking Taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot in ballet rehearsal, for leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And And now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for having the chance to take you to the park, for reading you those books we enjoy so much. 
for being able to take you to your therapies after you twisted your ankle, for understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing, and in your new role, we help you help. Visit aarp.org caregiving to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are here until 6 o'clock, getting your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll get your text in in just a moment. We're getting set for Marshall, taking on ECU. That's coming up this Saturday. We'll have the game here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Should be a fun one going into a rough and rowdy situation, right? Going to be a loud environment. ECU fans are going to be ready to go. This is going to be the home opener for ECU. Not only is this a usual Marshall-ECU matchup, it's the home opener for ECU. And I'm sure that they're raring to go try to get a victory after losing to Michigan. And a guy that knows about that experience who's been there before when he was on the ECU side of this is Trent Holler. He talked a little bit about the environment. Yeah, our coaches have been honing in on kind of what the environment is, and obviously I've seen it firsthand since I played there. So i just trying to been telling the guys exactly what to expect and how loud it's going to be because it's going to be rocking first game. Rocking first game. And, of course, Marshall's been in big environments, Notre Dame, that was a big environment. So the Thundering Herd's been in big environments before. Owen Porter, when asked about that, how do you handle that? You've been in big environments. He said he really doesn't notice the crowd. I don't ever notice it. Uh, whenever we go out there on the field, Notre Dame, Boise State, um, once you kind of get out there, you're on the field, you're playing. I don't – I mean, even here, I don't notice the fans are even on the – even here until, you know, every now and then on a third down or – uh, whenever we come off on the sideline, you just you're so locked into the game. I'm so focused on what's going on around me. That's pretty much what I try to coach up to our younger guys, uh, specifically like Eli, um, Mike Green, Bert, all the guys in my own room. Is that if you're focused in on what you got to do and what's going on before pre-snap for the play, you'll be perfectly fine. Demarcus Harris shares that impact of the crowd. It really, it really just. The crowd, if you let it get to you, it's going to turn out bad. Uh, no, nah, I mean, they they said they've called it rowdy dowdy and everything, but, I mean, crowd noise, if you let that affect you, then you already lost, you know. So I just think, you know, you play your game how you play. Play your game how you play. Rowdy dowdy is what they call it. Now, ECU, they've got some veteran leadership. They've got a lot of chemistry. Trent Holler would know. He said that there's a lot of guys that are still there when he was playing for ECU. Um, they've been playing together uh, since, I mean, I was there as their teammate, so they have a lot of chemistry. Um, you know, they've built the guys up since they've been there, and, you know, they play pretty good. They play gap sound. Um, you know, that whole defense is pretty good. So, I mean, they kind of just feed off each other, and they use a lot of energy. 
On the defensive side, Owen Porter kind of gives us a scout of what his unit's going to be looking at when he tackles that offensive side of the ball. We lost a lot of guys last year. Uh, I believe a five-year starter at quarterback, something a little over 13,000 yards, uh, four different wide receivers, uh, same offensive coordinator, though, so it'll be the same game plan. Um, they're a good football team all the way around. I don't think the score against Michigan really shows they played good. Um, the score maybe just didn't look that way. So they're a good football team, works out. Very, very nondescript. Basically, they're a good football team. Owen Porter breaking it down for us. So what can we expect from ECU, according to Keyshawn Brown? You only have to really deal with – what this offense has to offer, what do we expect, according to Keyshawn Brown? I know ECU, they're going to check it around a good bit. Um, they they do, you know, they're more of a balanced team. They're going to run a little bit, too. So we just got to be sound, man, sound in everything we do. You know, just keep the table sunny, get better and better each week, you know. So I feel like everything can take care of itself if we take care of ourselves. Let's hear from Demarcus Harris. He's going to tell us a little bit what we can expect from the defense side of the ball. They do a lot of a lot of movement in the back end um, that could, that confuses um, even me as a receiver. Um, so you know, watching the film, studying it, where I'm, I'm sure we'll have a good game plan for it. That's player reaction to this week's matchup, and let's talk a little bit about the connection itself. Trent Holler. He knew about the 75 connection, and again, that's going to be important. The 75 connection is what really makes this a friendly rivalry. There is that connection between the two fan bases. The players, of course, they don't know the rivalry aspect as well because they haven't seen it. It hasn't truly been a yearly rivalry. It was in conference where there was more significance to it. And now it's an occasional rivalry. It's an occasional get-together. And hopefully we'll see more of it on the schedule if this thing happens, you know, not on an annual basis, but maybe a semi-annual basis every two, three years. You know, get it back on the schedule, play it a little bit more, you know, have a little bit more significance. But Trent Holler, when he was on the ECU side, really didn't know much about the connection. He's learned a little bit more about it since. Um, I think it is pretty cool. I really didn't have much of the 75 look whenever I was down at ECU. I really didn't. I mean, I've heard of it, but I wasn't in it. And then now it's kind of rolls reverse. Now I am part of the 75. And, you know, going on there and whenever I was on the team down there, we came up here, you know, it was a, it was a dog fight the whole entire game. Um, so, I mean, these are two teams that don't quit and they're extra physical. So, I mean, it would, it'll be a good test on Saturday. And Owen Porter, you know, he has something to say. He wants to get that game back from last year. This team – I'm sorry, not last year, but last time. He wants to get this game back from the last time they did play. I mean, I'm sure it is. Uh, we won our look back for sure from the last game. Uh, I believe we were up 38-21, right? Something like that. We are up 17 points, and they ended up coming back and beating us. Trent talks about it all the time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we, uh, we got a little pep in our step to get this one back this time. A little pep in the step. That's Owen Porter now. Let's talk about this team trying to get better. Trent Holler talked a little bit about the team just needing to be on the same page. We just have to be uh, on the same page for every single play this week. Uh, there can't be any screw-ups. Um, obviously, everybody's got to be on the same page from Cam to Sheen and, and Payne to the offensive line to the wide receivers, the tight ends. Um, and like I've been telling everybody all week, it's going to be really loud. Um, you're not going to be able to hear yourself. Those fans are great. 
Um, but, you know, it's just coming together, and we just all got to be on the same page. We can't have any mistakes uh, that will hurt us this week. And Keyshawn Brown was really quite candid. He said that the team this last game did not play to its potential. We didn't play nearly, you know, to the level of potential, you know, for the guys that we have on this team. And, you know, and it's one thing, you know, we have a lot, a lot of new guys. So, you know, I just feel like once we're able to gel together and, you know, start playing together, we'll be a lot better off. And finally, Owen Porter thinks he's going to have to play as well as he did the last time he played ECU. He wasn't a starter yet. He was still backing up. He was on the 2D, but he thought he played really well that first time out, and he thinks he's going to have to play to that level again when Marshall faces ECU. Uh, that was probably one of my better games that first first year with Coach Huff. Um, I think I still ended up playing significantly, but I wasn't. I don't. I know I didn't start that game. I still was behind Shane uh, before he hurt his ankle. But yeah, I mean, I got to go out here and play the same way I did Saturday and try to make the plays that come to me and make the plays that happen in the defense and help change the game when I get the chance. Owen Porter, and that's a quick wraparound of some of the things that the players had to say leading up to this one, Marshall getting set to take on ECU. It's Saturday. We've got the game right here at ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. We'll talk a little bit more about the matchup, some things that I think we need to get into, things that we need to focus on. Also, we'll get your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by Roosters at Pullman Square in Huntington with more than 40 TVs, great wings, and daily specials. Eric's Propane with eight locations in Ohio and Kentucky to better serve you. EricPropane.com. Smoke and Jay's Rib and Brew House, U.S. Route 60 at Camp Landing in Ashland. Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Jockey, Dickies, Wink, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 140 Fifth Avenue or online at workingmanstore.com. 
My name is Dale Pazinski. I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live United. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so important. It may seem like a small thing, but it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So with United Way, I created a program where I work with the homeless. Together, we go through their whole job history, write a resume, and then save it on their very own USB drive. We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. As a prospective college student, one way you can save money on higher education is to earn college credit while you're still in high school. You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars by taking dual credit courses, which let you earn high school credit and college credit at the same time. Want to learn more about dual credit courses? Visit the website of the Kentucky Higher Education Assistance Authority at KHEAA.com. That's KHEAA.com. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, September 7th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Marshall getting set for ECU coming up on Saturday. The game right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Will Marshall find its offense and will ECU find its offense? That's going to be one of my questions coming up. East Carolina faced a strong Michigan defense. It was very formidable and they struggled to find offensive success. They were just held to three points, 235 yards total. Michigan, of course, ran 30 points on them and had 402 total yards. So that's going to be one of my questions this week. Will we see more of the ECU offense come to life? That's the first question. How much of that will we see? And will we see Marshall come out a little bit stronger than the first half? Now, of course, remember, Marshall goes into halftime down by three, shut out in that first half, Marshall 
was only able to get things going in the second half, and some of that is because the Thundering Herd trying to find sort of the, the, the rhythm, the chemistry, find guys that can play base football. Coach Huff talked about that a lot, base football. So that's a big question. Can Marshall find its rhythm? Marshall's got a game under its belt now, but so does ECU. So week one to week two, those are the best improvements, right? That's what the old saying is. So that's going to be my first question. And, of course, secondly, even though ECU gave up 30 points, they looked solid on defense. They, they looked like they were able to, at times, make some key plays. How much of that's going to turn up on Saturday? Will we see Marshall stymied a little bit by the ECU defense? That's a big question I want to get answered as well. You know, Marshall's ability to move on that ECU defense. But I really thought that ECU looked better than that score indicated. And, of course, I mean, let's be honest. Michigan was just able to go on long drives and march the field, and they were physical. That was something that ECU had to contend with. I don't think that ECU is going to have that much of a challenge comparing Michigan to Marshall. Marshall isn't going to be that offensive juggernaut the way that Michigan is. Now, Marshall is going to pose different challenges, but we're going down from Michigan to Marshall, and we haven't seen yet from the Thundering Herd if they're able to really hit the accelerator and kick that offense into high gear. And you heard what Coach Huff had to say. You know, They liked the fact that they got tested, they got challenged, and they won the football game. They didn't go out and blow this team out, and he doesn't think that that might have served anyone down the line any favors. So we'll see if the Week 2 adjustments pay off. But really the challenge here for Marshall is to handle two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. You have Mason Garcia, who got the start at quarterback. He... He went 11 for 18 for 80 yards, had interception. Alex Flynn had playing time as well. He was 6 of 11 for 52 yards. But they're going to use that. You're going to have a two-quarterback system. And how's Marshall's defense going to truly adjust? I mean, usually most teams, you know how it goes, you have one quarterback and there's a backup if something happens. But now you're going to have to contend with different looks. and You have to be aware and alert, okay, when Garcia's in, this is what we found out about him on film. This is what we think he is. This is what we think he does. This is who he is. And then when Flynn's out there, you're going to have to consider, okay, this is what he does. You know, Is it going to be multiple looks from each quarterback? Are you going to get you know, one play a while, the other? You know, we don't know, but you have to prepare. That's going to be interesting to see how ECU uses the dual quarterback system against Marshall on Saturday. And, of course, the other thing is we're going to find out if ECU's ground game can really get going. They only had 103 rushing yards. They had a challenge when they were trying to establish their rushing attack against Michigan's defense. Is that something that maybe they're going to have trouble with on the Marshall side of this? And, of course, you know, numbers are really not going to give you much indication right now. Marshall had 200 and, I'm sorry, Marshall had, as far as rushing offense is concerned, they're ranked right now, based on one game, 71st in the NCAA, where East Carolina's ranked 102. So we're going to see more from the Marshall 
running attack, are you going to feed the ball to Rasheen Ali and just let him go? Or are you going to try to establish that passing attack? But on the flip side, you're going to see if ECU, if they're going to be limited in their running ability. I think that they're going to have more offense than they did against Michigan on Saturday. So that's kind of where my head is on this right now, just kind of trying to break this one down a little bit. A few things that I'm interested in seeing, because, again, we got one game under our belt. It's Marshall and Albany. What did we learn? Coaches learn things. They learned about their personnel. So now what will we learn after the coaches go back and break it down? I don't want to say put it back together, but – you're hoping that the week one to week two transition is going to be a lot better for the Thundering Herd. So those are just some of the things that I'm trying to keep an eye on. We will get your text in and see where you're at on this. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. we got more coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, John Garton, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Billups, 304-453. 4600. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal House Lender, member NCUA. We interrupt this radio broadcast to bring you a special announcement from Huntington, West Virginia. It is reported at 11.30 a.m., an unidentified flying object, a UFO, believed to be alien in nature, descended upon the Ritter Park Youth Theater in Huntington. We're live on the scene to describe the developing activities. Oh, my. Something or, or someone is emerging from the UFO. I think it's... It, it's, it's Funkle Sam. Yes, it's Funkle Sam of the MFB. Let's see if we can get a word. Funkle Sam here with a funky message from the aliens of peace, love, and funkiness at Fest 7. Fest is an all-ages, family-friendly music and arts festival occurring all day long, Saturday, September 16th at the Ritter in Huntington, featuring Joslyn and the Sweet Compression, the Kind Thieves, Jeremy Short, and many more. Get your tickets now at Funktofest.com. Sponsors include BMD Media, Vandalia Digital, Kindred Digital, Duffield, Lovejoy and Boggs, Le Bistro, and The Cellar Door. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place, formerly Centers in Saints Bar, is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need. Coming up from the NCAA Tournament, Major League Baseball to the XFL. And listen up. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials they have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. 
Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Jockey, Dickies, Wink, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 145th Avenue or online at workingmanstore.com. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times, when we were more active and ate more healthy foods, and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Marshall getting set to travel to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Take on East Carolina. We'll have a game for you coming up. It's Saturday. It's right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's a 4 p.m. kick. So that means we will be on the air at 1 p.m. I'll be down at Giovanni's for the latest edition of college football today. So we'll be previewing the matchup at Giovanni's 20th Street. And don't forget the Coach Huff call-in show. Well, the tweet-in show. They, the coaches show. That's coming up. See, I'm still used to old school. I'm still used to the call-in days. But, you know, you can get on Twitter and you can message Steve Cotton and ask your question of the coach or just head on down to Giovanni's 20th Street for the Charles Huff Show. That is coming up tonight. That's 7 o'clock. You can hear it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And then you know what we have coming up tonight for you? It's the return of football season. The Lions taking on the Chiefs. That's coming up tonight. We go on the air immediately following the coaches show. 820 will be kickoff. Marshall coaches show, then NFL football every Thursday night right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So who do you got in this one? You think the think the quarterback battle? will be between Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes. You think that's going to be the big showcase? Or 
will the Chiefs just roll them? I'm I'm curious to find out, but that's going to be our game, and we've got a lot of games coming up this weekend as well. I'm excited. I'm excited. We get real NFL football coming up tonight, and then, of course, we've got football all weekend long, college on Saturday, NFL on Sunday, and, of course, the Bengals kicking it off with the Browns right off the bat here. I don't know if you know this, but that's also the columnist's birthday. He's going to be celebrating until the Bengals beat the Browns. Yeah, that's my friendly rivalry. You, you want to talk about rivalries? No, the rivalry is Swan and Landon when it comes to the Bengals-Browns. That's the rivalry there because Chuck will let me know. He'll, he won't text me. He'll wait until I actually see him next to kind of let me know. Or if on Mondays, if the Browns would win, if I was seeing him at Marshall on Mondays, he was all in his Browns gear. So I'm hoping that this year I'm not going to see him very often in Browns gear. It, it's not going to stop him. But that's that's my rival. It's Chuck Landon from the HD, the Herald Dispatch columnist with his love of the Browns. And trust me, if the Bengals, if Burrow doesn't get it done, I'm going to hear about it all week long. Actually, I think I won't hear about it as much because I don't think I'm going to see him this upcoming week. So I'm good, but hopefully it's not going to be uh, just me ducking the columnist, the Bengals-Browns. The Bengals have got to win that, right? Absolutely have got to win that. Burrow's got to go out there and, and take care of business for me. I, I can't I can't handle the Browns beating the Bengals. That, it, oh, it's the Browns, the Steelers, the Ravens. You get, you get the theme here. I, those are the three teams that I, I don't want to see the Bengals lose to. The 49ers, nope. Don't like them as well. Absolutely don't. That's a team that I I don't want to see the Bengals lose to, but they have lost to. You get why there. So, Also, not a big fan of, well, any team in Texas. Let's just be honest. If you're not the Bengals, I don't like you. We've got that game coming up for you. It's this Sunday here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, Who are you looking for the most? we got a big schedule of games and, of course, uh, the Sun Belt schedule as well. That should be fascinating to see how well this league does in Week 2. Last year's Week 2 was really a showcase for the Sun Belt. Got a lot of things done. Hopefully the the Sun Belt can get it done again. I don't know if it's going to be as standout-ish. I mean, we were talking about you know Marshall beating Notre Dame last, last week. I mean, last year. That was... A moment, and then Marshall goes and loses the Bowling Green, and kind of, kind of ruins the moment. Hopefully, that's not going to be the case this year. As if Marshall can get the win against ECU, and then go into the schedule getting ready for Virginia Tech, and of course, we're absolutely going to be keeping an eye on, on Virginia Tech. We're going to keep an eye seriously on Virginia Tech, just because that's going to be. A big matchup coming up here in a few weeks. If Marshall can win that, it's a sellout. It should be a, a great crowd coming into that one. And they've got Purdue. Purdue coming into Lane Stadium. Virginia Tech could be undefeated coming in here. They could be they could be undefeated coming into this game. I mean, that's a strong possibility. I mean, if you look at the schedule, after that, they've got Rutgers. I think they win. I think they beat Rutgers, honestly. Virginia Tech probably, more than likely, beats Purdue. 
and then they beat Rutgers, and then they come into Huntington and they take on the Thundering Herd. That's what I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating two undefeated teams because if Marshall wins against ECU on Saturday, then Marshall's got the off week to get ready for Virginia Tech. Funny how that worked out, isn't it? That Marshall would get that opportunity to get ready for Virginia Tech. You know, play two weeks to get the off week, then you get Virginia Tech, which is probably the biggest game on your schedule as far as notoriety, prestige. Now, maybe the biggest game on your schedule, only because those conference games mean a little bit more. I I'd be okay if Marshall, unfortunately, would lose to Virginia Tech, but would beat Old Dominion. I would be happy with that. And then I know I'm overlooking NC State. I don't mean to, but I'm more concerned about priorities here. Old Dominion, Georgia State, James Madison, I want those wins. But if Marshall wants to get better, move up, you got to beat East Carolina and NC State, then you're going to have an argument for having a good season, right? And at least those metrics. I mean, Marshall could win the conference. Marshall could win the conference. And... If you lose to Virginia Tech and NC State, it'd be okay because you won the conference. Championship game, I'm throwing that in. You win the you win the conference, win the championship game. You lose to those schools, it'd be okay. Now, if you add those victories on top, now you're talking, hey, look at Marshall. What a, what a great season they have. Even though you could win the conference, you could absolutely win the conference and lose those games, you had... You add those games back, and you take those victories, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, this is a, this is a really great year. Two losses. If we factor in, Marshall's going to get two losses maybe. Maybe they lose to East Carolina. Maybe they lose to Virginia Tech. I don't know. You know okay, three losses at most, right? I, I've Actually, there have been people who have messaged me and said, look, man, Mar- I don't know where Marshall's going to win here. Marshall – might lose to East Carolina, Virginia Tech, NC State, Georgia State, and James Madison. Marshall might start out 2-5. and five. And I know week one put a scare in a lot of people, but I'm not sure I'm going to go that far. I mean, again, Vegas has got Marshall by three. The Vegas line's 44. They've got the herd by three. Honestly, I think as far as the matchup's concerned, it's about even. It's about push. Seriously, it's it's about push. I think the rushing attack is going to be about even for both teams. I think the passing game is going to be about even for both teams. Yeah, I think Marshall might be able to edge them a little bit as far as the running game is concerned, but I don't think that East Carolina is really a slouch. I just think they ran into a buzzsaw that was Michigan. So, yeah, that's some of the that's some of the grades I've seen. The, the Vegas line, yeah, Marshall by three. Marshall's a favorite. Are you taking those odds? Do you take that? If you saw that, Marshall by three, do you take that? You make that bet today, or do you wait? So I think this one, this is probably going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. I think Marshall performs better. I think ECU performs better. We might get a better game overall, but I kind of think this is going to be a, a little bit of a tougher contest. But at the same time, yeah, Marshall going into a really hostile situation. But Marshall, I think, is honestly, I think their defense is going to be solid in this one. That that might be the edge here. I think it's going to be the defense maybe for Marshall that wins this one. And again, we're we're a few days away from this thing. Nobody knows what 
week two will look like for the Thundering Herd. We'll know more after week two. We'll know more going into the off week what this thing is going to look like. All right, our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. As we get closer to the end of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget, if you miss any part of today's edition of the show, you can go back and catch it on our podcast. That's right. Just go to our website, wrvc.com. You can download the podcast there. We've got other podcast links as well, so you never know what you're going to find. You might find your new favorite podcast by starting at wrvc.com. So hope to hope to see you there soon. And of course, uh, don't forget, if you're already a listener of the show on the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast is where you're going to find every episode of The Drive here from ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As I mentioned, a lot of other things happening for the Thundering Herd. Let's not forget that the soccer team is in action, taking on Miami, the women. That's coming up tonight, 6 o'clock. And then volleyball is in action this weekend. Men's soccer is in action this weekend. But uh, right away, it's going to be the undefeated Marshall women's soccer team in action, taking on Miami. Good on Michael Swan and the Herd women. Good on them. So far, so good. Still undefeated. That's pretty good. That's a turnaround. That's a good That's a good start to this. That's a fast turnaround here. 4-0-1. A lot of teams would love to be 4-0-1 right now. 3 and 0 at home, they are 1 0 and 1 on the road. So just a tie at a weird they could have beat Indiana State. That was just a weird situation the way Indiana State played out. But they get the victory over Ohio, they beat Gardner-Webb. We'll see, they get Miami and if they can they can beat I mean it's it's a really long home stand. Miami, Liberty, ULM, you get into Sunbelt play. They go into Sunbelt play undefeated. I feel good. I feel good about this. But first test coming up tonight. And really, other than going to Indiana, they've been they've had a pretty good long home stand here. You gotta feel good about that. The fact that the schedule makers took some kindness to you. You get to open up so many games at home and the road trips are Louisiana for the women, Statesboro, Georgia, and Boone, North Carolina. And Troy, Alabama. Don't forget Troy, Alabama. So you're you got to go to Virginia as well, Harrisonburg. So that's not too bad. Virginia's doable. Alabama might be uh, a little bit. You know, Boone, of course, is always a, an adventure. Georgia's, yeah, it's kind of an adventure as well. All right, that's gonna do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back with you tomorrow. We'll do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9:30.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.